Australia. I'm not. I'm not team. I'm basically Switzerland on this. I'm not team Journo, but I'm also not. Okay, I've got another rule. I've got another rule. I've got another on the high ground. Okay, I've got another rule. People say this all the time. I'm Switzerland. I'm Switzerland. I'm neutral. Rah, rah, rah. Okay. And they're referring to obviously them being neutral during World War II for those that, that aren't <laughs> up on it. historical home. lesson. <sighs> My rule is if you're not anti-Nazi, you're pro-Nazi. I think that once again is a fair rule. If, if, you're, if you're not explicitly anti-Nazi, but you're pro taking Nazi gold for your country's wealth, you are then pro Nazi. And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. You are sitting here with your boys, Matty B and Locke. Locke, what's good, my guy? How are you? I'm good, brother. People listening to us for the third time this week. Good luck to you. Third time's the charm, they reckon. Um, look, number one was great. Number two, also great. Number three, let's keep it going. Let's make Yet it to great be seen. again. Yet to Yet, be seen. Nah, nah, it'd be great. We talked about it on the last pod. We either have good ones. Or we have great ones. And I think we've refined our craft to the point where they're all great. And if you don't think that they're great, share it with two friends. Maybe they'll think it's great. You know, get the word out there. Why not? Don't, don't show them the bad ones. Don't show them the bad ones. Don't show them the bad ones. Shout out to our brethren over the pond as well in New Zealand. Thanks for uh, putting us in the charts. We are officially in the Apple podcast charts over there. Don't ask what number. You would have seen it on the socials if you followed us at Fifth and Dribble. Uh, but you know what? It's better than not being on the chart. Speaking of that alleged number and no confirmation from us, this is all alleged. We work in allegations only. Confirm nor deny, yes. Um, Didn't realise there'd be that many in the sports category for New Zealand. Yeah, look, in every category, it goes up to 250. So we cracked the top 250 Um, for those playing at home. For those, you can figure out what number there by finding us at Fifth and Dribble on Instagram. Yep, on Twitter, on Facebook, on all of those things. Because we shared it everywhere. And, uh, you know, you should find it and you should share it with two friends because then we're moving up and we would really appreciate that. That would be fantastic. You know, we move up, then you move up. Then we move up, then you move up. It's a journey, right? It's never about the destination. It's always about the journey. And we're in this plane together. Let's do it. It's a flight journey. It's a flight journey. Yeah. All the way way up until it was. All the way up until flight, I was thinking car. Nah, it's no, because we've got we've got a mass array. I'm talking like A three eighty business, mass array of fans. So it's a flight journey, right? Don't think small. Don't be secular. Okay. Expand your horizons. Go global. Globalization. McDonaldization. Okay. No, it's think think global. Act local. That's what we're doing out here. We're thinking That's, global. We're acting local. local. That's I love what that. we do. I love that. Put that on a t-shirt. Speaking of t-shirts, keep an eye on the uh, socials, you know, just a little bit, a little bit of an eye out. All right, my friend, 
Um, do I really care how your work week is going? No. Will I ask you? Do anyway? I care yes. how my work week is going? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you're looking bolder than me right now because I think you're having a bit of a stressful week. Are you? Uh, you doing all right, bro? You, oh, you these lush, these lush locks are not going anywhere. For those who have seen my head, my hair is going to outlast time. Jesus. This hair keeps Maddie B up at night. I'm telling I've you. I've seen, I've seen your dad. I don't know if it will outlast time. Well, he's doing um, all right. He's uh, he's doing he's, okay. He's more worried right. about the grave. He's more worried about the grave. But I spoke to him the other day, and I was giving him a hard time. I was like, "You gonna, you gonna start dying those grays? So looking a bit younger." And he goes, "Nah." And it's good enough for George Clooney. It's good enough for me. He's, going he's silver a silver fox. fox. I love it. I love fox. it. Also, Big SF. Shout was, out to the SFs out there. I was going to say, also, if you know the old man, that definitely checks out. Um, he's going to start saying George Clooney stole it from him. So eyes, that, keep your eyes peeled. That does. That does. Um, check out. But with the genetics, you know what comes from your mum's side, right? Does it? Yeah. So if your uncles and your granddad on your mum's side are bald, which for you, I'm assuming they are because you're bald. <laughs> but if somehow they're not and you got genetically fucked up, then yeah. That's actually a question mark because I never met my mum's dad. Cause he was on the outs when she was a wee youngin. So my mum's stepdad had a good head of hair, but that's not going to help me. So, uh, <laughs> not sure it works that way. <laughs> don't worry that way. But um, yeah. Wow. Well, um, shout out to my kids, my future kids, because they are fucked. Because, they? Yeah. No hair on her side. Yeah. The, the dubs, the dubs hair is hairless. It's like a, it's like a Siamese cat up in there. It is uh it's nothing. There is absolute nothingness up there. Uncles, dad, everything gone. Absolutely gone. So That's tough. I use the same for mine too. Her old man is looking well polished up top. So yeah. maybe this might be the last generation of this amazing head of hair. You know, every time I go to the barber, they always say how thick it is every time. Are they talking about your hair? They're talking about your cock. Oh, I don't know. Maybe a little bit of both. They normally <laughs> tell me to put it away first. But they, on, so I'm, this is a barber. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. Um, <laughs> I go there and they're cutting it. Oh, your hair's really thick. And I'm just like, I oh, know. I'm aware. I know. The last guy told me. You don't have to tell me again. You should tell Matty B. Sweep some of that up and give it to yeah, him. Yeah, can we make him a little wig? Chuck it on top. <laughs> it's called a toupee. All right. It's called a toupee. Anyway, uh, shall we pray? To pay, we, pray. Sh- we shall pray. Kind of segue. Oh, I'm rhyming. I'm on bars right now. Wow. Let's pray. Uh, praise be on to the boys and girls at the Cover AU. You find praise them be. at the Cover AU on Instagram or www.thecover.com.au. Uh, Are you still using the trip dubs? Yeah, they're still using when you're the typing. You still use it when you're typing. You still using the trip dubs, or you're not? You just go and skip a trip dubs. Nah, I'm a. I'm a like I'm a naturalist, you know. I'm going from the get go. All right, so I use the trip dubs. You do HTTP. No, I'm not. No, 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 trip dubs. No, 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 no. Just trip dubs. Trip dubs dot. Trip dubs dot. That's it. That's all you need. Um. So yep. Shout out to those boys. Uh, Liam's doing fantastic stuff. I mean, we wouldn't be in the in the charts in New Zealand if it wasn't for them and for you, the loyal listeners. We love you. Um, also, not from New Zealand, so keep that in mind, everybody. We are not from New Zealand, so maybe let's get us up there in the Australian charts. Or <laughs> shout out to Texas Brethren. Let's get them up there in the American charts, okay? There can't be a lot of rugby league podcasts over in America. Are we not I, I, cracking I, I would, the American charts? I, I, would, I would safely say we are in the mix of rugby league podcasts in Texas. Yeah, pretty in confidently. Texas, pretty confidently. Yeah, we're in and around the mix at least. 
yeah. of rugby league podcast in Texas. Yeah, we are. We're like we're like an 18th man being picked for a squad. We're there. We're just, you know, waiting for the call up. Um so yeah, praise be. Praise be on to the boys at the cover. Um, praise be on to the doc guy. Praise be on to the socials guy. Praise be on to the future Sherpa. Praise be on to you, Lachlan, and praise be on to me. Praise be on to us, amen. Amen, amen. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk Let's talk football. And with the Oval Ball pod, it's a very special Oval Ball pod because this is episode 69. Nice. nice. Anyway, let's get to the Yeah, Nah report. That didn't hit as, as well as I thought it was going to hit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that just got seedy. I'm just glad that we're not live, like in each other's face, whispering nice into the mic like that. That would have been... It really is nice to we, for those at home. We're not in the studio today. The the overball at the moment is virtual, mm. um, so it's nice not to have Matt two meters away from me, staring into my fucking eyes, like just waiting. To be fair, those that are listening can tell that we're not in the studio live together because, uh, yes, we've heard the feedback. We've got an echo issue. Okay, we're getting it sorted. We are, but we. Children to the podcast. It's called, game. It's called R and D. We are yeah. R and and D and researching, R and D and developing. Yep. It doesn't come out. Magic. It doesn't just happen one day. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna start to turn the narrative, and I think we should. It's not an echo. It's ambiance. All right. We're giving you the fifth and dribble ambiance. All right. Ooh. So just enjoy it. This this week's ramble with added ambiance. Tm. Tm. Can we, can we trademark added ambiance? Added ambiance. I think that's. I think we've just stumbled upon something, and um, again, might uh, start mocking up some shirts. Keep an eye on the socials. Um, so, as we do with most overboard pods, we're going to start with the yeah now report. All right, and I'm not going to lie; it's a pretty dogs heavy yeah now report. So, just yeah, get in for it because the dogs are obviously they're the they're the ones that are in the headlines right now because there are a lot of, you know, who let the doggies out situations and who is out is Trent Barrett. Whether he was pushed, whether he went voluntarily, we all know he was pushed. Um, it was it was surely very much a we can pay you this much and you can leave or we can fire you and we can pay you nothing. So let's be real. Taking that back. Would you take the bag? Of course you take the bag. Oh, I take the bag. You know I'd sell out. You know I'd sell out. Of course you take the bag. No, I'd sell out, bro. What do you what do you rate of this move? Are you yeah or not or no? Yeah, big yes on this. Big yes. I always respect the guy who pulls the you can't find me, I quit. Yeah. I rate that. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> um I don't rate him as a head coach, Trent Barrett. I like him. I think lots of uh, I think lot lots of players seem to love him. He seems like a perfect assistant coach. Yeah. Like has the yeah. ear of the boys, kind of this like he's like the cool, he's like a cool teacher, like a cool uncle, right? Yeah. yeah. He's not gonna like tell you off, but you kind of want to listen to him. You want him to respect you. Like mm. I think he'll end up somewhere as an assistant coach and probably stay there after two failed attempts. But man, he's still he can go back to looking good now. He doesn't have to stress, keep moisturizing, looking handsome like he does. Yeah, get the iron good those for wrinkles him. out, bro. It'll be good. I know, bro. It's starting to look old. Mm, is starting to look old. But you know who's not starting to look old and who got out early? Nade. Naden's a Tiger. He signed effective immediately with the Tigers two years, I believe, two or three. Two years, two, I believe. Two years. And I saw him in that kit today, and I'm not going to lie, he suits Cat Kit. Cat Kit is what Brent Naden is about. Uh, dog Kit, he's not a dog man. He's a cat man. All right? He's moved eloquently from the Panthers now over to the Tigers. 
Is he going to win premierships at the Western Australian Tigers? No. Is he going to hook up with his Penrith brethren next year? Sure. Apasai, come on on over. So, Dane Laurie too. Dane Laurie, yep. It's Look, Tigers are looking pretty good next year. And, other, and Nades might not suit up this week. Spoiler alert, I haven't looked at the lineups. However, he's not going to be on the bench for very long. Like he, They need some sort of help in their edges. And he will he'll be there to help. He's a fucking he's a body. He's a body and a half. What do you what do you make of the nades to the tigers? I thought it was just weird. Weird. Like, he, like I think Barrett must have had a big um had a big impact on him coming across. Yeah, right. And I think that it did like I think I think it was fair for them to start asking questions of guys like Birdo, TPJ, and Kickout, guys who came over to play under Barrett. Yeah. And now most of them have kind of come out and squashed it and said they're fine, but it's like Naden probably wasn't – he hasn't been playing great and he probably would have lost his spot by the end of the year unless he kind of turned it around. So I see him wanting to get yeah. out and play some first grade. But it just seemed really strange that it happened so quick. Yeah. I mean, he'll yeah. be fine at the Tigers. He'll be great. He can fill in at, at wing, centre, and he can fill in at fullback a little bit too if they're not happy with Stafford Toa. Like he came through the grades as a fullback. Mm, mm. Um, so I don't know. He'll look good. I always like Naden, and I just don't know what the Tigers, the Bulldogs, or the Eels would do without former Panthers. Yeah, no, look, they they wouldn't win games, and they certainly don't win premierships. So, but it just wouldn't they wouldn't be in any sort of games whatsoever. Uh, you did touch on it there; they did come out and squash it a little bit, but there were reports during the week that Birdo and TPJ are also unhappy and could potentially look TPJ look to get he could get out early. I believe it is. And Birdo is going to look to start talking to people in November, possibly. So, I don't know. They may all be saving face just because they're young and, you know, big paydays are coming. But, you know, Paul Vaughan's probably not going to be extended. Matt Dufty had a meeting with some guys from the Super League because they came to Magic Rounds. Like, you can go, you, you can leave, Dufty. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Dufty leave. can leave. Yeah, I get that. But it's it's the principle, right? It's the motif of the Bulldogs. And the, the cracks are starting to show. Nah, and I, if think, I, don't, I, I don't think Dufty was ever a long-term solution there. I'm he was on a one-year... bigger picture. Like, I understand Dufty thing, but I'm just thinking if you're Reid Marnie or Villian Kikau, are you starting to question shit? I don't think... I think Marnie, possibly. I think Kikau, no. I don't think he was going to get this pay packet from anyone else. Nah, probably not. It's not. It's not like he could turn around and stay with Penrith and they're going to offer him the same money. Yeah, I think he's. I think he went for the money. I don't think the playing situation. He knew what he was in for. Mm, um, mm. Reed Marnie, maybe, maybe he's like, what the fuck is doing? Like, I don't have a halfback. I don't have a fullback anyway. Yeah. He's like, now I might not have a six. Yeah. So we'll see. And he's not long term. I think he's a three or four year deal. I'm pretty sure it's four. Yeah, but he got yeah. the bag for that four years. That's it. And and. I mean, contracts in the NRL are fucking worth nothing, so it doesn't matter. Who knows? He could be playing somewhere else in two years, right, Reed? True. They could buy him out. Could yeah. buy him out. But, um, I mean, it's. I think the Bulldogs will be fine. I do rate. I do back Gus, and like I say this as a Penrith fan, like everyone memes him for his five years, plan taking nine years, but he could take him 15. Mm, mm. I don't care. Like, he got him there. He said, and all the things that he said – recently about what he's going to do for the Bulldogs is exactly what he's done previously. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, no, he's got the, he's certainly got the around track the young guys, the young yeah. guys and the systems and just find the best young guys and put them in his system. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. As I said, he's definitely got the track record. Um, yeah. You just got to keep it up. Got to ride he's the, the, ride he's the, the most ship. polarizing guy in the NRL, right? 100%. 
I know I know way more guys that hate Gus than like him. And and most of the time when you ask someone why do you hate Gus, they're just like, oh, he's is this Gus? Like they, they, yeah. there's never like a concrete reason. Can't it's just like a vibe. It, yeah. yeah, people just hate him, and it's weird. I kind of like it, and I think he's kind of feeding into a little bit. But I love Gus. Shout out Uncle yeah. Gus. Mm, you can shout him out. I don't like Gus. I've never liked Gus. You can I respect Paul, Gus. You can have Paul Green. Don't at me. Don't at me with that Paul Green. <laughs> I will take Todd Payton, though. Even though he uh, crushed our hopes and dreams in 2005, he's uh, helping them in 2022. Tiger, if you guys lose on the weekend, is he a Tiger sleeper agent? No, no, no. Don't worry about that. Um, let's push on final thing of the NR report. Cause as I said, it's a brief one. It was very dogs heavy. Oh no, not final thing. Sorry. Second item of the day, Bellamy signs an extra year at the Melbourne storm. Uh, obviously it's been widely reported. He's got that rolling contract. He's had it for about what, four or five years now where he just kind of decides, yeah, I'll coach again. That's fine. Um, do we, do we rate this? Do we reckon he hangs it up after this? Because this will now tie his, uh, quote-unquote rival, Wayne Bennett, has the same amount of years at the one club with 21, and Cameron Munster's obviously moving on next year. What do we what do we make of this? Do you reckon he goes around a second nah, he'll, time? Yeah, he'll stay. As, until they start losing or until they have no one coming through, mm. and that's the quote. Like they, they have a great spine even without Munster, right? Yeah, but he's still got, your best player. but he's No, he's still your best player, but, I mean, I think you can do all right with Grant, Pappenhausen, and Hughes. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're and maybe, right. maybe they take, maybe they take that 600, 700, 800 K they were looking at for Munster. And there was a five, eight. We we're just talking about who's about to come off contract. Mm. Could you imagine? He's not going to demand it. Berto's not going to demand a million, is he? Nah, he won't demand a million. I don't even, oh. What do you reckon? What do you reckon his baseline is like seven? I think someone will over, but I think he's always at the moment, he's a type of guy. He's always going to get probably a couple hundred K more than his actual value. Yeah. Which then makes that his actual value. So I understand the fucking dichotomy and that it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I get that, that if that's his value, that's his value, but you know what I mean? Because he's so young and because, because he has come into a team that fucking sucks. Yeah. People are going to be like, we can get more out of him. Yeah, his yeah. next contract's gonna be massive. He yeah, just needs regardless. he needs some good games. I think at worst case, he's just gonna be a gun center. Yeah, exactly. Like at worst case, oh no, we have to play him at center. He's Dallium center of the year. Yeah, shame. Yeah. What a shame. Um, speaking of edges, though, the Roosters have requested a meeting with Selwyn Cobbo's management. What do you what do you make of this? Do you reckon that uh, Cobbo could be on the way to? Nah, the I don't think so. Nah, I reckon the this, ponies lock him the fuck up. Yeah, this seems like a um, this seems like a thing that all the managers do. They're like, oh, we're trying to get you some more money. We'll just say you met with the fucking roosters. Like, yeah, bro, the true. roosters already capped out like crazy. How the fuck yeah. are they going to afford Selwyn Cobbo? Well, they can't even pay Angus Crichton, so... I know, yeah, which yeah. is crazy. He's going to be a hot free agent. He will be a hot free agent. There's I'm just... I, many a rumour going around Angus Crichton's fucking head I'm right now. I'm just hoping... The only thing that worries me about Angus Crichton is he's he's out of some form now mm. and he's out of some love. And if he drops out of the origin squad and he can't find some form, he's going to be, be priority number one for Rugby Australia. Yeah. yeah they look to be, be – they, they have a plan apparently to load up for the 2027 World Cup that we're hosting. 
Mm. And it would be a fucking shame if he goes back to the Raras. Yeah, it would be a shame. However, sacrifice one to save the many, maybe. Just like his finger. <laughs> he will be the chopped off finger of the NRL. <laughs> that is not what I fucking thought you were getting at, but okay. I didn't think yeah, that kind of after dark pod where you wanted to suck fingers. That's fine. <laughs> Such like his finger. You do what you <laughs> want to fucking do. Let's just brush over that. Let's move on to team of the week. Unless you got any more you want to touch on in the yeah, now nah report. Nah, I'm good. Most of it's kind of dog centric. What would you rate a Vaughn telling that um, report he's the worst type of human? Yeah, trusting Paul Vaughn on morals and ethics and who's the worst kind of human is not a part of the business that I want to be a part of. Um, so him supposedly taking the high ground against his fucking reporter, bro, do you not remember what happened six months ago? Nah, see, I'm, on, I'm team Vaughn. Fuck off. I'm team Vaughn. My rule is this is my Are rule. you zagging right now? No, no, no. Content? I'm actually no, I'm actually I'm oh full team. My, one. God. my rule is if you're no matter no matter what the context, right? And I know context, no matter what the context, right? Mm-hmm. If you are in a bush, no matter the context, trying to take photos of people, you're a bad person. Oh my god. There is a what what context is that okay? No, there's, I, I get where you're coming from. What there context is, no context. is it? There's no context that like that's may, okay. Maybe, However, he, maybe he got tipped off that his mate was going to propose to his girlfriend there and the mate said, hey, take some photos of the engagement and just Paul Vaughan accidentally walked in frame. I guarantee that's not what happened. You're in a fucking bush taking photos, bro. Go home. Like that's that should be that should be a life lesson. If you find yourself in a situation where you're in a bush taking photos, just pack it up. Just go home. Oh my god! You don't I agree? Just, I, just, I can't. I agree with that sentiment, but I can't morally agree with Paul Vaughan on ethics. That that doesn't that doesn't sit right with me. When the when the country was in the height of its pandemic, barbecue gate occurred, and I can't I can't be on board with a man that you know has a go at somebody else for their for their morals and ethics. I can't do I think, it. I think bad. I think a bad person can tell another bad person off. He didn't say he was a good person. No, but it was implied. It, it, it was, was not. I don't think it was. I think all I think was, it was implied, implied that this dude sitting in the bush with the camera and a cop. It was implied that he was looking down on him because he was better than him. No, it he was, was looking down on him because he was squatting in a bush hiding. That's why he was looking down on him like a fucking pervert. That's why he was looking down because <laughs> this dude, uh, this dude had a zoom lens, hiding like a little squirrel. Zoomlander. Yeah. Also, oh. and then that reporter, and then the fucking City Morning Herald went out and wrote a hit piece about Paul Vaughan this morning. Of course they did. About how did you expect uh, anything else? I don't know. He's actually been really good for them this year, Paul Vaughan. He's looked really good. He's looked good, but he's not getting another contract. I think he might. He's look. I mean, they've got what's that? Um, Ryan. I think they got Ryan Sutton from Canberra coming up. Ooh. So he'll be good. So he might take his starting spot. That would but, be delicioso. Yeah, I don't like Paul Vaughan's played all right. This guy's just kids. Don't fucking hide in bushes. Just this don't. is this is coming from the man that had the moral compass to say that uh, seeing children at basketball games is good. You pedophile. Yeah, but it was content. I'm not taking photos. I'm not fucking hiding in a bush outside well, Kudos Bay. I, I, I don't know if you are or not taking photos. I can neither confirm nor deny we are an alleged-based po- podcast. I don't know if you are. And if I, if I allegedly was, I'd be a bad person too, like this journal. <laughs> I'd be all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get off. I can't uh, believe you can't believe your team, Jodo, man. Australia. I'm not. I'm not team. Jo- I'm basically Switzerland on this. I'm not team Jono, 
But I'm also not. Okay, I've got another rule. I've got another rule. Born I've got another. On the high ground. Okay, I've got another rule. People say this all the time. I'm Switzerland. I'm Switzerland. I'm neutral. Rah, rah, rah. Okay. And they're referring to obviously them being neutral during World War II for those that, that aren't <laughs> up on it. historical home. lesson. <sighs> My rule is if you're not anti Nazi, you're pro Nazi. I think that once again is a fair rule. If if you're if you're not explicitly anti-Nazi, but you're pro taking Nazi gold for your country's wealth, you are then pro-Nazi. Dude. I don't think that's that crazy of a take. It's not that crazy of a take, but we've just gone. <laughs> we've just ticked off, I think, the trifecta of no's in fucking podcasting history. We're talking on fucking Nazism. We're talking on pedophilia. And we're talking on people like squatting and using lenses in bushes and shit like that. That would be a very specific one if it was the third. Could you imagine that was like first day of fucking podcasting school? It's like no Nazis, no pedophiles, and no descriptions of men squatting in bushes with a camera. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what about like race or like classism or this or like no, no bushes. Bush. Did I no stutter? bushes? If he has a regular lens and he's standing in a bush, maybe, but squatting with an extendo lens like Inspector Gadget. Standing standing is standing's a maybe for me because because it is possible he's like a dedicated photographer trying to get a good shot and he's got to walk back. And all yep. know there's a bush, I'll stand in it. Play ball. But, but as soon as, he, as soon as he jumps in that squat position, I'm raising the I'm raising the red flag. Oh yeah, the touch judge is fucking raising on that for yeah, sure. Yeah, we're, just... we're going to the video ref for that. But I yeah, don't... oh, hundred percent. I'm again. I'm not fucking. I have no horse in this race. It sounds Ask like it question. sounds like you're pretty pro guy in Bush. <laughs> Which I'm not a fan of, I must say. If pro guy in Bush makes me pro Nazi, then no, I'm not pro guy. Well, in Bush. I think I was just if about to your touch analogy. on that. If, you, if you're not explicitly anti guy in Bush, you're okay, pro I'm, guy. Okay, right, cool. All right, fine. You have dribbled and yarned your way to me being anti guy in Bush. Are you happy? You've twisted my arm. Are you happy? I mean, I'm sorry I bring you up to the moral base level of being a human. <laughs> How dare I? Fighting with Paul Vaughan doesn't make me morally like sound. Like, I just say, see, I said baseline. You'd be baseline, not sound, bro. Fucking hell. Fucking. <sighs> Sometimes I hate you. I hope you know that. I hope you know that. Other just times do. I love you, but sometimes I hate you. I think we touched on some good bits. I think I had some good takes there. Jesus. Shout out to the Swiss. Oh. We're keeping our eyes open. Don't you, don't you worry. You know, we'll pull in us. No, Swiss I'm not getting wool pulled, man. Pull the fucking <laughs> other one, Swiss McGee. <laughs> All right, let's get into team of the week. El Magic, team of the week. Uh, it was a great round, magic round. Uh, can't say enough good things about it. We touched on it with um, – we touched on it in our last podcast uh, briefly. Go and check that out if you haven't heard that. But, um, look, it was fantastic. It was so good to watch. Um, let's go I feel like through. we missed out this year. We'll definitely have to go next year. We've talked about it a few times. Yeah, we missed out this year. We'll have to go. We'll have to hit up the Caxton. We'll have to – Chat with all future friends, uh, bloke, hello sport, etc. Um, bloody brilliant beers, etc. etc. At least we, um, we weren't there for when it was pissing down, man. Yeah, true. Not about being in the poncho business. No. Um, however, this Udi that I'm rocking right now, that that would have been okay. I'm warm as fuck right now, and it's great. Um, I don't like them. Oh. 
Okay, now we're at now we're at fucking number four for the podcasting one hundred ones. We can move along. I'm just pointing out. I don't I don't really like them. I'm Why? Because they don't make it big enough for you. No, I don't know. They just. It's comfortable. It's like a blanket with arms. Yeah, I know. But anytime I see someone wearing them, I imagine like a snot-nosed little kid wearing it. And I'm like, that thing looks, I don't know, it makes me feel like gross. I don't know. Well, I wash mine, so I'm not like a, I'm not. I mean, I, be- I believe it, but I don't know. It's just hard to get past. Oh, my God. Are we ever going to get to team of the week or are we just going to talk random shit? Wow. All right. I'm just imparting some wisdom here. And oh. people for fucking 60 years have been getting a wool pulled. <laughs> if we get in the wool pools, I enlighten them and then we can move on. All right. I hope the people feel enlightened. If you want to enlighten some more people, share this podcast with several friends and enlighten more people. Getting on to team of the week, number 10, El Magique, team of the week. I'm going to run through it. It's one through 13. We've got Jaden Campbell, number one at fullback. He was electric for the Gold Coast Titans. He was the reason they won that game. Maritao Lungi and Selwyn Cobbo are your wings this week. Isaac Tago and Moses Suli are your centers. Your halves are the pairing of Jerome Luai and Adam Reynolds. Your forwards, your props are Josh Papali'i and Ruben Cotter. Yes, Ruben Cotter was wearing the 10 on the weekend. I don't care where else he played. He was the 10. Uh, Damien, uh, for real, he could actually play prop. Yeah. and Maybe he, not for 60, but he could play actual prop. Yeah, he could play prop. He'd, Fucking show Stafford Toa he could play prop. That's for sure. Uh, Damian Cook in at hook. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i and Eremiah Nanai are your second row. And Isaiah Yo is your lock. Any question marks here for you, my guy? I know Both Papali'i's are like. Double pups. Double pups. This is Josh Papali'i's first appearance of the year. Debutant for the year. That's insane to think. I know. I mean, Canberra's been shit, but I was chucking it in the. Um, I was chucking it in the, in the log that we got for it, and in I was our like, "Legacy oh. doc." Yeah, and I was like, "Holy shit!" The only Papaliti we got going is Isaiah, who's like made it almost every week. Yeah, because he Him. is like in what conversation? He's like one, two, or maybe three for second rower. Yeah, right now. And, and I mean, I'm gonna. I know that I had to throw up some humble pie when we talked about the Pongets earlier. But I actually need to eat some humble pie for Isaiah Papali'i. Like I thought he was, he was I not thought, going to well, it's replicate not I, last it's, year. I didn't, I didn't think he was going to because he played so well this year. And I think he's gone above that. Hmm. Like my whole thing was like, I just want to see more than a year, right? Like yeah. you can kind of, a year you can fake. Two years yeah. is extremely hard. Hmm. Um, I just wanted to see it. And we're seeing it now. And he's carrying this Eos team. And if I'm the Tigers, I'm just fucking bricked up. No, when you got him coming, you got Apisai Coruscant coming. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, that is what you want. That is what you want. Um, yeah, team of the week. It's it's beautiful to see. Only obviously Moses Suli, a loser in this uh, team of the week. It golden was, point loser though. A golden point two yeah, loser. Yeah, golden point loser. And and the team that beat you, um, the the guy that set up that try is the only is the only guy in the team of the week. So it is what it is. You know, sue us. Sulius. Um, Friday footy tip off. We're back to square. Uh, I tipped the Knights for those that were paying attention. Uh, Locke went the Dogs. Uh, yeah, I, I got first two games as an upset, Knights and Broncos. And then uh, the tipping round was not great for me. The Broncos one was insane. Yeah, that was insane. We'll touch on that later. Uh, fantasy update The King is still alive. Uh, nine and one, Lachlan. Congratulations. Uh, the Prince is on a little bit of a slide. I'm down to sixth. I'm no longer in base camp. Um, I think five and five is generous for a Prince. 
Oh, sorry, Prince is generous for five and five. Oh, okay, what what am I this week then? You tell me. What's a step down? Like a Duke, maybe? Yeah, Duke. I'll take that. Take a I'll Duke. Take what happens if you go into a losing record? Um, Jester? No, then I become a peasant, surely. The guy who shovels the shit out of the castle toilet? I don't know. What or is that too about? too big of a jump going straight to a peasant from a duke? I think if you're losing a record, you're straight away a peasant. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair. Historically uh, losers, peasants. Good thing I'm not going to lose this week because um, I've got uh, Big Dick Mick and I'm not losing to him. Oh, you might actually lose to Big Dick Mick. Nah, you I'm might. He's got him. a good team. Nah, I'm not losing to him. It's Me, on the other hand, I have a buy. Shout out to Timmy. Uh, I, would, I would not have lost this week. If I played virtually anybody else, and if Xavier Coates got baseline and didn't get minus one, I how did he get minus one? I he didn't. He play didn't that, even play that bad of a game. So I I watched obviously watch his game because it was against Penrith. I don't think Coates was like I didn't think he was good, but he wasn't like minus, minus one. one. What did he yeah. do to get normally minus one is like two knock ons and a sin bin. Yeah. What did he do to like? I don't know. That's a great yeah. question. What are his stats? I'm bringing his stats up while I do this because I saw that. I thought that was a um. Mistake. That was horrendous. That was horrendous. My my other fullback wing option was Hamiso Tabuifido. Oh, that's and, so tough too. That's hard. And he had he had eighteen. So that's tough. Would you have Would you have won if he was in there? I would have won. I lost by twelve. I knew that. I just wanted you to say it again. Total points. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, fuck <laughs> you. Coats had. Coats had. Yeah. Minus one. He had. He only had 35 meters. Yeah, he, fucking, he's a bit of a cat coming out of his own. Like, and oh, okay, he had five tackles, missed three, two errors. Yeah, I guess minus one. Like, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, it didn't seem that bad on the night. Yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. Whatever. We we don't take losses, we take lessons, ladies and gentlemen. And my lesson is to replace him with Selwyn Cobo this week. So that'll be great. Oh, I love um, how Cobo's gone to you. My slubby seconds. Yeah, well, he's fucking balling now. So mm. there was somebody else that tried to pick him up because I dropped in the waiver wire. So I don't know who it was, but shout out to you. Thanks for making me drop in the waiver wire. Uh, I was so mad that Aaron had Suwali after he just had dicked the shit. Don't don't say what the guy at the gym said because that, no, is, that is actually rule number I three. Not, Do I not talk not about that on the one old mate at the gym. For those out of the know, Monday morning, I'm at the gym, clearing the head, doing what you do early in the morning. It's like 6.30. This guy there, he's a big Dragons fan. Um, we normally chat about football. There's a few of us there. We just chat about it. He comes up and uh, we're talking about this the weekend of footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magic, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Suwali, he like, how good was Suwali? And he goes, yep, he redacted that guy so hard. Like there was nothing he could do. He redacted him, didn't he? Like loudly, right? And I'm just like, oh, fuck, all right. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I was like, uh, sure, mate. Like, you know, awkwardly kind of like, oh, it's going to be weirder if I like get out, try and get out of this situation. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, or, all right. And then he was like, yeah, he reminds me of a young Izzy Falau. How robbed was Izzy? He should be in the oh, NRL. Yeah, all right. All right, uh, Boomer, that's real. Bro, you want to know what's crazy? What? He's our age. Fuck. He's a year younger. He's a year younger than us. Stop he was talking about something else. He said how old he was. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, that is tough. 
<laughs> Hit us up at Fifth and Dribble on Instagram. Slide in the DMs of what you think the redacted comment is. If you uh, if you can't work it out, just go back and listen. I'm not saying it. Yeah, I'm not saying it. That is actually the third rule. <laughs> podcasting 101. That's what they taught us at podcasting school. We're not. Um. Yeah, I'm not going there. Anyway. Now that we're already securely into the reviews, let's get into the reviews. Knights, Dogs, the Spoon Bowl, I don't really want to talk about it. It was good movement from Kalen Ponga. I thought Kloon was quite good. Other than that, cool. Knights won. All right. Yeah, it was good. This was just fucking shit. I mean, I you knew whatever team was going to win wasn't going to come out pretty. A good like yeah. a good victory for the Knights. They needed it. But what like round 10 and what, they're 3 and 10? Yeah. I mean, we fucking, how good, how good are we? How good are we? How good are we at our fucking jobs? Come on. Man. We knew it. We knew it. Uh, Should never have eaten the humble pie. Uh, Shout out to Mr. Knight. You can go fuck yourself. Shout out to to the haters in general. Yeah, shout out to the haters. hate us because you ain't us. You do. You really do. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Um, Now, what was one of my favorite games from this weekend? Uh, Manly 13 sucks. Broncos won convincingly 38 to nil behind a absolute onslaught from Adam Reynolds. It was fantastic. Um, yeah, look, I, you and I have spoken extensively about this, but run with it. Tell me how good Adam Reynolds and Selwyn Cobo were. Unfucking real. Un- Adam Reynolds and Selwyn Cobo just, what a combination. And you can see that Adam Reynolds is just like helping these young boys, leading them around the park. Like the start of the year, Selwyn Cobo, we were talking him up so hard and he was just so raw. Like he's so big. He's like a young GI, but he didn't really know what he was doing. And Adam Reynolds has just like taught him how to play football. And a few of those kicks he put into him, fuck, they were hot. It was just like, come here, young buck. And let's just, let's ride. Should Adam Reynolds play origin? Oh, wow. Wow. It might be his last chance. Not his last chance. He might be the form halfback. You think think he's better than Cleary? He's not better. I think he's... I think his form at the moment is fucking like he's leading this Broncos team. Like he's dragging yeah team by the ball hairs, and he is just like <laughs> like just putting up dubs, man. He just wants it, and like this, this is the Adam Reynolds we haven't really seen for a while. When he debuted, he was kind of like this, yeah, just like had his hands on the ball all the time, running around, setting stuff up. But it's like he always played on stack team after that. Yeah, this is, is v- this is Vino Reynolds. This is like, like this vintage is fine wine. And yeah. he's just like, he's like, give me the, like, I love, we're going back to like an old school halfback. For a while there, the halfback was kind of just like, yeah, I'll do some creative shit. I'll put a kick in. I'll direct the forwards and we'll start spreading it wide. Yeah. Right now it's like between him and Hastings and Cleary. We're starting to get halfbacks that do fucking everything. Uh, and you're forgetting uh, Mr. Vincent Chase. Yeah, he no, does everything forget. as well. No, you did forget because he does everything. Okay, so go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, no, look, Adam Reynolds was fucking amazing. There's a reason he's our captain in the team of the week. Don't know if I mentioned that before, but I'm mentioning it now. So get off my back. Thank you. Um, he's, yeah, absolutely fantastic. And let, not, not only for that delicious chip and chase where he just created out of what was seemingly nothing um, – is that time. still the coolest move like a halfback can do, the chip and chase? Coolest move a halfback can do, the coolest move a winger can do is what Mario Talongi did to Jackson Hastings. 
That's I watched Suhari today. Reaction, yeah. Look, maybe we'll put that. Maybe we'll put that up on the socials. What What was cooler, the uh, the Talangi try or the uh, redacted Suwali moment? The Suwali redaction perum. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, keep an eye out for that. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, just a masterclass, and the and the Sea Eagles. I'm taking this from the Hello Sport boys, but they make a good point. Bad Omen wearing black jerseys. On I was just fr- about to Friday say, I haven't 13. listened. I haven't listened to their pod. I was going to say it's a bad omen because they fucking suck those jerseys. I don't well, care yeah. what day of the week it is, but it could be like <laughs> Thursday the 44th, and they still fucking like suck, man. Those black jerseys are horrendous. Get them out of here. Yeah, they were pretty shit. Put them um, in the bin. Terrible, terrible. The Broncos did put them in the bin. Yeah, they fucking put keep them, in them the there. Uh, yeah, they were. As you said, horrendous. Horrendous is a perfect word for it. They they weren't even good for like training kit. That's how bad they were. Like it was it was tough. Like sometimes you get some tough training kit, but they were they were shocking. They're wearing black and red. Yeah, black, red, and white. <laughs> yeah, like were they the dragons? I, I don't like know. Dragons like, alternate jersey so from a few years, years ago. bro. I was like, yeah. oh, what is doing? Like I get they're playing a brown team, but fucking wear some white. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And it was your home game. Why don't you go into Brown yeah, and then put the Broncos know. in the what? Anyway, whatever it is, what it is, we move on. We digress. We move on. Uh, moving on to Rabbits, Warriors. I really thought the Warriors were going to come back in this and the Guru was going to be right. I was not a fan of that. However, tip-wise, I still got this. Rabbitohs did sneak away with the win. What do you reckon? Do you reckon 10 more minutes and the Warriors would have had them? Or is it a 2020 Premiership situation and they were never going to get them? always so hard like once once you kind of mentally know oh there's not enough time left as the team defending it's pretty easy to let them like score yeah you're just yep. not like you're just not going to try as hard yeah um i don't think they probably win even if there's another 10 i think the rabbitos locked down for another 10 but it was a good contest and i i didn't i didn't watch this game i was out saturday during the day um check the score when the rabbits were up they're up by 20 odd i think it was like yeah. 20 into six and I was like, oh, it was only like 20 God. minutes ago. Like it was, yeah. Cause I, I, it it on, I was, I was coming on towards home and I looked at the score and I was like, fuck, I might chuck this. I'm going to get home. Saw that. Blah, 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 fuck that. Went home, did, did the needful, pulled out the phone and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it was just strange. Just the, the rabbits, man, they're such a weird team. Like if they'd lost this, definitely question marks, but I mean, fuck, like who cares? They'd be the Warriors. Yeah. It was six tries to one. Up until the 63rd minute, and between and between the 63rd minute and the end, the the Wars put on four more tries. Like that's, that's there's insane. some cool, there's some cool teams this year in the league, bro. Like yeah, very the Warriors. Much so. The Warriors are kind of clapped. Like they lost by 70, and then they got drilled, like playing against 11 dudes. But then mm. they beat Canberra. Yeah, and then fucking Canberra beat the Sharks. Yeah, it's and then like the weird. Titans are so fucking weird, bro. Like it's. Some of these, like they're fun to watch because you don't know what's going to happen. But like yeah. some of this is just strange. Like the, the rabbits look hot sometimes, and then they're just dropping the ball. They seem that left center sorted. Well, the rabbits are a lot like the a lot like the sea eagles. Like some games they just look throbbing, and then other. I mean, mainly thirteen sucks. We will stand by that till we die. But some games they look throbbing, and then other games they just they just don't fucking have it. How red in, hot in is it that Tomovic still injured? Yeah, that's cooked. You need to sit him. Like just sit him until like. I told you might not. Mate, I told you might not play Origin. He might not get there. Like, yeah, he picks just, up a big knock. It's just sit him. Just let him. Let him get ready. Like you don't. 
obviously you don't win comps in what are we in May? You don't win comps in May. Like just shout out paraffins. Yeah, shout out paraffins. Just let him, you know, let him chill. Give him like three or four extra weeks off. Throw a, a stubby cooler or a, or a Himalayan Ruben Garrick in the back there and just just grind. Like let DCE take the helm and do DCE things. Like teams have got so used to the action that they put Tommy in where he sweeps around the back there and tries to create that overlap and get the extra man or or pump the hole and get a little bit of a fucking offload from brother Gerbo, they're, they're hitting him at the right times. Like they're defending appropriately. So, you know, you give it four weeks and I'm not saying that's going to open up, but if you give him time to to play around with it and be a little bit more loose, like fucking hell, anything could happen and, and Manly could get back to winning some fucking football. But what do we know? We only predicted the Knights were going to go three and seven in fucking first 10 rounds. So... And that many suck. But speaking of uh, Turbo, though, you know how, like, 15, 20 minutes ago, we were in agreement that all Australian reporters fucking suck because they hide in bushes? Yes. They they actually did something pretty cool. Not cool. It was just humorous. It humored me. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> the Monday after Magic Round, they um, so the most recent Monday for those playing at home, um, they put out a headline, Cleary and, Tur- and Travojevic injury crisis. I, I knew crisis. I knew what it was before I clicked on it, right? Yep. I knew what it was. I clicked on it. The injury crisis is Ivan Cleary's knee and Ben Tvojevic's shoulder. And <laughs> I, I knew what it was before I clicked it. I clicked it and I read that and went, yep, cool. That seems right. All the comments were just triggered fuckheads thinking like Nathan and Turbo were out. You want to talk triggered fuckheads and Cleary injuries? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk triggered fuckheads and clear. This triggered fuckhead right here, sitting right here in an hoodie. Now, you and I have a friend that works in a certain hospital. I'm not going to name an them. Alleged, an alleged friend. An, an alleged, alleged friend hospital. that works in an alleged hospital. I'm not going to do any name and shames because I have <laughs> a great do, respect. You can do the Pat Bev no name and shame. That's an all No, 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 I'm not <laughs> doing that. No, that's, that's round ball pod. Okay. Tune in on no, Tuesday no, for that. I just want to bring that up. That is one of the funniest, like, okay. That is one of the funniest clips I have ever seen from like a sports person. And he has cemented his career in like, post-game shit. Like, yeah. he's going to do the stuff that um, Kendrick Perkins thinks he does. Yeah, he does it, do and, like, and what KG thinks worse. he does, but does it way better. Like, for those that aren't into the round ball and didn't watch, Chris Paul and the Suns historically choked out of a series and lost, yep. and they're gone. Pat Beverly and Chris Paul do not like each other, like, at all, not even a at little all. bit. Not they even are bit. pure rivals. In the sense that they hate each other, not in skill. Um, and so after Chris Paul historically chokes, Pat Bev spends all the next day being on every single ESPN show criticizing Slandering Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul. Like just fucking everything like is insane. Do you reckon he was in LA or you reckon he flew out? No, I reckon he was in LA. He's got a lot of boys in LA. Like he, he likes to hang out with Ivichar and, and all that stuff. So oh, well, and obviously just, PG's his boy. So. PG. Well, that's what we're getting to. Yeah. So he's so okay. So then they're talking about the Suns, and then he was um they his team, the Wolves, made the playoffs, whatever. It is what it is. And so he's sitting there talking and he goes, We weren't afraid of the Suns. Like we weren't scared of them. We wanted them. We wanted the Suns. We wanted the Suns. We wanted to play them. And he goes, I was talking to some teammates. I'm not gonna say who. And he's like, 
all right, I'll tell you who. I was talking to Paul George. Nobody <laughs> in the room asked who. No one provoked him. No one poked and prodded Pat. He just went in the same breath. All right, I'll tell you. It was Paul George. It was Paul George. Like, Paul George is at home just like... Copping strays. <laughs> really, bro? What is doing? Like, I got to go fucking talk to Chris Paul next week, Team USA. Yeah. He fucking stitched me up. Like, oh, I, that was all time. That was, that was like... the He just... Yep, I'm not gonna say who. All right, fuck it, I'll say who. Paul George, like, yeah, like yeah. they just spent 20 minutes convincing him. So, well, no, I'm not gonna do that. Protect so your sources. I, I will protect my source. Uh, I have an alleged friend who works in an alleged hospital who allegedly messaged us and said, "Oh my goodness, Ivan Cleary is in my hospital," and we tried our absolute hardest to be better than Fox Sports. And break the news for you guys. We tried. I promise you, if I had saved the messages, I would put them up there. I would redact all the names. However, I didn't save the messages because it was on a nondescript social media service that you cannot save messages uh, for more than 24 hours. So make of that what you will. Anyway, staying true to their job, they uh, were stuck in the confines of patient confidence. Patient, what is it? Patient confidentiality yes. confidentiality yeah but there's like another the hippocratic anyway. oath that one I don't, know, yeah. I don't know if it's in australia i know it's america I don't yeah what but whatever mean. it is what it is i think they just and say graduation you promise not to fucking tell anyone and, yep. yeah, and yeah. they stuck to that and i respect that for their career however it doesn't help my career so i criticize that um and it then broke about an hour two hours after we were talking to this alleged friend from this alleged hospital and uh they laughed at us, basically. So it was not kind. It wasn't kind. We could have been better than Fox Sports. We could. Have I mean, been we are that. already better than Fox. We are. Sports. Well, I mean, yeah, we are. We are better than Fox. Sports. I mean, it's been honestly like probably like three weeks since I've crouched in a bush. I don't know how long it's been for you, but it's probably similar. <laughs> so I think we're above Fox Sports at that point. I actually don't have a timeline on when I last crashed in a bush. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's the story when they ask you. That's, yeah, when the cops oh, come right, knocking. Right, yeah, you cool. when, right. the knocks come, when the cops come knocking, I don't, I fucking, I don't know. What are you talking about? I, I never crash in bushes. Anyway, let's keep going with the reviews. Titans, Dragons, I don't really want to talk about this game. Uh, it's a weird fact, game too. It was like. Except for the fact that Jaden Campbell was hot as fuck. And he, he is the spark that the Titans, I think, have been missing. Like, his, his goosey. Is just like Papa's and it rivals Benji's and his like elusiveness at his size and at his weight. I, I fear that one day he's going to get tackled and just combust. However, fuck, he's beautiful to watch. He's just, he's so good to watch. It's, it's like watching Garside out there. He's, he must've been a ballerina at some point in his life. Well, he just, he doesn't even look like he's moving that quick. No, not quick. He's just elusive as fuck. Yeah. Elusive is, elusive is right. Cause he had that break. He looked like he was moving half speed. Yeah. Everyone else was moving slower. It's like, yeah, yeah he puts everyone in quicksand around him. It's so weird, but he's, he made them look a world of difference. That comeback was just, when they just throw the ball around with, with no pressure, they seem to be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's when they get in their own head, they can't execute and Sexton makes a few mistakes. Like he just, I don't know that the end there, they pulled it out. Like I, I was watching this game and it was like, it was probably 15, 10, 15 minutes before the end. Dragons, they had it had it uncomfortably. Ran down the shops, grabbed some stuff, come back. It's gone point fucking two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's tough. That's tough. I, I must admit, I didn't watch this game because I was like, wow, this is Titans and George. 
Why am it I didn't look like a good. It looked like a subpar Saturday on paper, except for the last game. Yeah, yeah. And then once the injuries came, you were like, "Oh, subpar Saturday." But I mean, the NRL do a pretty good job of like hiding these shit games at Magic Round. Yeah, they do. Like, look at some like these fucking games, bro. Like Bulldogs, Knights, Warriors, Bunnies, Titans, Dragons. And that's probably you thought I was going to say Cowboys, didn't you? I did. I was waiting. I thought for of it. I'm glad that you did not. I mean, because before, that would be putting disgrace on before, um, some Sherpa bound Cowboys. Before they started playing well, Cowboys Tigers. <laughs> However, the Cowboys are lightning in a bottle and absolutely killing it. Um, Panthers Storm. We don't have to touch on this too much because I know that you didn't actually approve of this win. You thought that it was scrappy and it should have been more. I agree with you. Probably should have been more. Critter probably should have let, it, let go of the ball a couple of times and you could have been looking at a at a 40, 46 point win. Um, however, like just you, you did what you needed to do. Like you beat up on them. And, and it wasn't even on the edges where they were their most um, hurt by injury. It was through the middle. You killed their forwards. Like the, the Panthers just absolutely ran through their, their big boys. And there's no reason, there's no, um, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? I'm just, I'm having a, a mind blank over here. It's no wonder that Nelson Asafa Solomon is sitting out this week because like not only did he suffer a pretty bad injury, but he just got fucking trampled all weekend, all weekend. Yeah, I didn't mind the win. It was okay. Like I came home and I was talking to... I was talking to people at home and we were kind of complaining about Penrith and not playing as well as we thought. And we're like, oh, cool. So we're at the point at fans where we're complaining about like scoring 30 and, and get get the dub. Like it yeah. was kind of one of those moments where it was like, fuck it, all right, take the win, regroup and go. It's just they they had a chance to put 50 on the Storm. Um, the Storm held him pretty well, like considering what could have happened. And it doesn't mean much. It's at Suncorp. And mm. it's without their first choice fullback, without their first choice halfback, um, they lost a winger, I think, too, as well. Uh, Remus Smith, they lost the yeah, centre. Yeah, they lost centre, that's it. Who is actually mm. really important for what they do. Yeah, he is. He is. Runs shape really, really well, and he's a big, he's a big guy. And Tyrone Wishart, like, big rip to Tyrone. Like, is it Ty- Tyrone Wishart? Yeah, yeah. Tough. Um, yeah, fuck me. Like, I can't think of a worse time than your first game playing fullback, let alone fullback at NRL, playing in the wet, in the rain, and having Cleary fucking kick bombs to you all night. Yeah. Like, it, it's, that was a head scratcher to me. Like, I don't know why you just didn't stick with Meany at the back there because Meany's obviously got the experience. I think he got too cute with it. Mm, mm. I think Craig Bellamy got a bit too. I think he big brained himself there and thought, "Fuck it, I can dr- drink his own Kool Aid a little bit. I'll put Wishart there, and he'll get it done. He's a playmaker. He does what it, like it. It one hundred percent should have been menial. I don't know if they were carrying a winger on an extended bench. They could have shifted in, mm. or what they could have done. But I would have, I would have tried to keep Meany at fullback there, just because if he's there, that's probably like two. That's two Penner tries that probably don't go over. Mm, mm. But and, yeah, not that, no, and, and he might run shape a little bit better and might be able to, you know, create in the middle a little bit better than what Wishart was able yeah. to. But I, I also don't think Craig Bellamy cared about losing this game. No, I don't I think, think so once either. I think once uh, it definitely had that kind of vibe. Mm, it's like once mm. Pap and Hughes were out and it was kind of like, fuck, we'll put Wishart there at the back. Like if we lose experience. this game, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah. Games like this don't matter until it comes down to like September. But they play again in um, 
They play again in, I think, two months or something. They play at Penrith. That'll be a big game on a Friday night. Yeah, that'll be huge. That'll be huge. Uh, Raiders Sharks, I don't really want to talk about. Raiders actually look good. Uh, is that three on the trot for Ricky? Three, three or two? It's a, it's a couple. A couple. He's got a couple. So Ricky's job is probably secure for another for the rest of the year. Um, Hines at fullback. Yeah, I don't think you move your your captain and your halfback to full, like as good as he is at fullback. He's yeah. so important at halfback. Like in putting putting Trindle in there when you have a fullback um, who's coming into the side this year who's been killing it in New South Wales Cup. Just use it. Yeah. I think this was a kind of another big brain thing as well. But I mean, I can, I can see how we did it. Trindles have played first grade, put him in there at halfback. Hines can lead from the back, but I mean, this just dents their um, their their like title contention. I think. Yeah, well, it doesn't. You can't. You can't have. You can't lose by twenty to to like the Raiders who are going to be fighting for the spoon this year. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, as you said, just too much movement. Another big brain move. Another you know big brain of themselves. Um. Too much movement and it obviously just fucks their shape and and obviously playing at the one and not at the seven, Hines, your key playmaker, is going to touch the ball less and that's fucked. Like where are you going to get all your offense from? So yeah, that's tough. Uh, Roosters Eels was surprisingly a competitive game. Roosters were up heaps and the Eels just went fuck it. I'm going to turn it on. That Mitchell Moses twinkle toe down the sideline was that was one of the adorable. that's one of the coolest tries I've ever seen. Yep. So. There's some some to do with that corner because there was the Adam Reynolds kick kick and chase in that corner, the chip to himself, and there was a Mitch Moses twinkle toes in that corner. So, um, yeah, for those for those who don't know, he put in a little grubber to get around the line of defense. Teddy came up. Uh, Mitch Moses actually ran out of bounds, came back into bounds, and socketed it past Teddy and scored a try. It was it was amazing. If you haven't seen it, go and see it because it was quite. Quite good to see. Another try that was quite good to see was when Joseph Sawali redacted uh, Hayes Perham. He did redact was... like Paul Perham. Like you can, Perham had no idea what was about to fucking occur. No, nah, like no idea. Like Perham was backpedaling, and you could kind of see he knew Sawali was going to be in like the vicinity, behind, like behind him. Yeah, but he he kind of didn't make a play for the ball. He's like, I'll be solid, and I'll make him kind of have to go in the air. Yeah, and then he just got his shit redacted, bro. Absolutely, like, like that stuff is why people say Suwali is going to be like a superstar, and 100%. he's huge too. And he got up there, like the Giants were probably on the fucking phone to him, and he's like eighteen years old. Like, just you know, let that settle in just a little bit. Um, I love that the field goal actually kind of mattered towards the end there. It did matter towards the end. It was it was pretty good game planning. And you think about it, they had two teenagers take them to this victory. You had Swali and you had Walker taking this victory. So that's you know, the future they, is they did look more like the old Roosters. I will say this is they, they did. Looked- However, this was like this was the consistency game where neither of these teams are obviously very consistent this year and both play up or down to competition. So yeah, to, like to come off, to come off such a good win. The Eels should have won this game. They should have. If they, if they could have put those two wins together against Penrith and the Roosters, that would have been massive. Yeah. And we're, we're then talking about them as, as premiership threats, but now we're still talking about them as hopefuls and I don't see them getting over the hump. Now, speaking of humping, the North Queensland Cowboys humped the Western Australian Tigers. And we love to see it. We do love to see it. Murray Talongi with what some are calling the pass of the century. Um, The absolute core strength it takes 
for a man to be throwing you out of bounds and you not to have any momentum whatsoever, have it all taken away from you to then throw it back into Scotty Drinkwater is fantastic. That was sexual. And you have to give some props. I know that you hate rubbing the proverbial horn of the Cowboys, but you have to give some props. Come no, on. this this was fucking unreal. Like I, at the time, everyone's reaction was like, holy shit, what just happened? Yeah. And I mean, as, as good as it was from Talungi, Scott Drinkwater being behind that play the entire time. Like, like oh, the, the play, following up is the beautiful. Pl- the play looked pretty dead as soon as Jackson Hastings, who got on his bike he, and made he it. killed like, Talungi. Like 99 out of 100 times, that is a try saver. The boys get up. Everybody's stoked. Like we're yep. talking about that for the next week. But it's like the play's over once he makes the contact. But Scott Drinkwater stays around and covers more ground to get there. Yeah. And the ball pops up and he's rewarded with it. That's why, like, these foot, that's why someone like Scott Drinkwater and like Ryan Pappenhausen are going to have huge careers compared to someone like Matt Dufty, who has heaps of skill, is because they, they do that stuff. Yeah. They hang around the rock and they're like, nothing's really on here, but I'll be here just in, just in case. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, on top of that, talking about like that, <clears throat> playing for each other and, and running around the rock. There was that try that Peter Hiku had as well, that he came from right center to then fill in at left center. Cause Scott Drinkwater mm. was caught. He had a good game and it's poor. He, hammer he's that had a great out of their mind. Great season. It's, it's fucking fantastic. And Toddy Payton was, he's just fucking around towards the end there. He wanted, he brought off Drinkwater for hammer and then he gave Hiku a bit of a spell. So he shuffled his spine all over again. So he could get Drinkwater back out there. And it was just like, he was so confident in his side to get that done. Um, it was just as it's, it's good. It to did see. help the Tigers had the most cooked spine I've ever seen, bro. They, like, they I've seen did, some bad, were... I've seen some bad spines, but they finished the game of a spine of like Stafford, not like this. Actually, this Stafford tore at fullback, Tyron Peachy at hooker, Hastings and Alex Safer in the halves. Like, yeah, that, look, like there's only literally one guy in position there. It wasn't great. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, and and I was about to like prop the Tigers up. Uh, saying that they, you know, they actually played a really good game and it wasn't until like the, it was like the fucking 70th minute or something that it was 24-12 and it was just, you know, tired legs and and those injuries that got to the Tigers that let us go over for two more tries. Like no one tried on that RMI nano bomb. No one fucking tried. No, that was, yeah. And that, and was, that was that was partially freakish too because the, the hands that Tom didn't had to pick that up from his bootlaces and then still put a good kick in. But if, but if someone is, is attacking him as a kicker, yeah. He doesn't put that good of a kick yeah, in. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Or someone's attacking the ball while it while it's coming down. And exactly. I mean the the Tigers, they Jackson Hastings has been I mean, I'm just gonna touch on he's it amazing. every week until it's yeah. not like until, until it's not he's, true. He's one of these old school guys that touches the ball literally a hundred times. He's in the nineties, he's over a hundred some weeks, just like mm-hmm. touches the ball. My I love what, what he does, I've noticed is he just like <laughs> you'd suck if you the hooker because they go to walk in the W up and he just moves them out of the way. Yeah, he just walks up to the ruck and he moves the dummy half and yep. he just throw, he picks up the ball and throws it to his, and I love I love the sentiment of like fuck this like I just I'm gonna cut out someone else doing this I'm just yep. gonna do it like I don't have to tell you to give him the ball I'm just gonna give him the fucking ball and yep. I really rate that and then he's up there he's in defense he tackles three or four tackles in a row um if they can partner him with Adam Dewey and that's gonna be a big thing Brooks is out yeah well, Brooks is think- out with a hammy Jock Madden will come in Jock Madden's coming in. They think Dewey's going to be back around round 14. Gavin Bader. Yeah, and that's going to be big. And if they if they can, because who do they have this week? I did see it before. They have, uh, they have the Bulldogs in our Friday footy tip Yeah, so they've got the Bulldogs. That is 
gross. They got the Bulldogs. Um, if they can win that game and they can string a few good weeks together while Brooks is out, he might find it hard to get back in the squad. Dogs at Leichhardt as well. Big. Without always, half their squad. Half their squad's got the flu too. Yeah, but the yeah, the Tigers always get up on Leichhardt. I know that having been there and being romped a few times. But look, I know it's been more than two minutes, but the Cowboys played well. Uh, legitimate top three threat. Uh, and I think they will give Storm a serious run for their money this week. And I wouldn't be surprised if we are on the precipice of the summit of Mount Everest with our Sherpa I think after this Drake weekend. I think has a revenge game this week. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. He's got the form coming in. Um, and and we're all just playing for each other. The one thing that I will say, and I understand we don't have like an out-and-out guy. Like it's always like, oh, it was, a, it was a great game from these three or four guys, which meant the whole team was able to get around. But for us not to have someone in the Dallium voting in the top 10 is a little sacrilegious. Well, who would you have if you had to have someone? If I had to have someone, I think I think Val is the heart of that team. I think however good Chadwick Townsend has been, a.k.a. Vinny Chase, I think the leadership that Val gives to – like, obviously, I think Chad has the voice of 7 through 13, but I think uh, Val has the voice of everybody else, has the ears of everybody else. And the way that he can run shape and injects himself now as a centre – almost as if he's playing origin it's, it's like, he's like Dan Gagai and has an origin Jersey on underneath his Cowboys Jersey. The way that he injects himself in the game as a, as a center like that is second to none. And it, and it allows these young forwards to get the ball when they need to get the ball. And, and he as like Scott Drinkwater is just running Valentine Holmes line. Like he did the exact same thing. He was just trying to be there to keep the ball alive. And he does that more plays than not. So, um, yeah, just a little bit of recognition would be nice. I mean, all the analysts are saying like the Cowboys are the real deal, but then no one's voting for our boys in the in Dalian. And I mean, we may be just outside the top ten, but I think that yeah, yeah. I just I just think there's no one that's really like, as you said, no one's a guy like maybe Nanai, but I mean, he had a couple of quiet, he had maybe like two or three quiet weeks shuffled mm-hmm. in there, which hurt. And like what Val does, what Val's doing really well, and pretty much everything you described is stuff that you wouldn't see on. On stat sheets, yeah, and like if you run, if you if you run the ball hard for twelve meters, it still says you ran for twelve meters. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't say fucking that twelve meters tw- set up. It, a, set yeah, up it doesn't classes. say that yeah. that that twelve meters you were nut trucking and you and you had a and you had a quick play the ball and you guys rolled on from there. So plus the Dalian voters are fucking cooked as bro. Yeah, like so, do you remember the one year Ruan Sims like didn't watch the game? Yeah. She didn't watch the game and just pick three fucking guys at random. Three dudes. Like yeah. it's the Dally M's are cooked, man. Like I get it's a cool system, but it's I need to do something about that. I, don't I just know. want a little bit of recognition, you know? Like I just I think that we're having too good of a season not to get any recognition. And it good may, teams it don't need result, recognition. Good teams just need wins. Doesn't matter. It may result in a coach of the year for Todd Payton, which Yeah, I think I if anything, take. that'll probably get. But I mean, it's just like as long as you keep winning and you're doing it as a team, who gives a fuck about Dally M's, man? Like Jonathan Thurston gave a fuck about Dalliums. And he's got the most on record. Anyway, let's get to it. Still not uh, the greatest halfback, though. Even though he's got the most Dalliums. He is the greatest halfback of all time. You fucking wash your mouth out. Um, Did Joey Johns not exist? Joey in this, Johns. In, the, in this world you've created in your head. Uh, not in Townsville. Doesn't exist up there because uh, I think Jonathan he exists Thurston everywhere. He's the greatest halfback 
has the greatest laugh, greatest ears, greatest hair flick. He's the greatest halfback of all time. All those things are literally untrue. Like they're provably untrue. Like you could just look at him and realize all three of those things are untrue. They're not untrue. And I'm not listening to any Jonathan Thurston slander. It's not happening. You cannot slander Jonathan Thurston in a world where the Cowboys are in the top three and he's not in the side. It can't happen. Yeah, I think he I built. He that. built. He built that culture. Don't don't fucking come at me. Let's get into the previews. What about those fifteenth place finishes? Do you build that? Let's get into the previews of round eleven. Okay, so the Thursday game is Knights v Broncos. Uh, I don't think I've ever been like less excited for a game in my life. That I might go do something. Unless it was Knights dogs. Yeah, I might go do something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I'll tune in because I'm a sicko, but I, I'm not going to like it. You know, I'm not going to like it. Um, obviously the Broncos were taking in this. Yes. Yeah, I think Broncos one to twelve. I don't think it's a big blowout. Nah, I'm calling blowout. I reckon it's a yeah, blowout. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the Broncos have it in them where they like they'll be twelve up and then all of a sudden they score three. They they're good without the pressure too. Once yeah. they've got a game, they once they got the game put away, that's when they really turn it on. That's yeah. kind of what happened on the weekend. But, I mean, no no, tomorrow Martins and maybe from what I've heard. Uh, so Kevin Powell's was saying on uh, NRL 360 tonight that he knows his own body and if he's ready to play, he'll play and he's listed as playing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't – I don't. I, I still I still call mine games. I don't believe any of that shit anymore. Like, I still – like, Selwyn Cobo could go in to fullback and then – who do they have named at wing, like on the extended bench? Jordan Pereira, he'd probably like come into the wing. It's not a bad replacement. No, not at all. Um, I mean, the MILF returns against MILF the Broncos. Returns against the, the MILF Broncos. is named at six. MILF is named at six. That'll be that'll be interesting to see how the MILF folds into the Knights. Could it be a MILF revenge game? Maybe you're onto something with this one to 12. And Gaga is back in the squad too. Oh, you could be onto something here. Frizzell's definitely back as well, I think. Yeah, Frizzell's back. Oh, Mitch Barnett's back. He's been back for a couple of weeks. Has he? Yeah. He hasn't played like it. Fucking hell. No. (laughs) He's a forgettable kind of player. I thought that he was going to the Warriors straight away. So did I. This is weird that he's back here. Maybe it turned out to be just for next year. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right, that's that's already too long in this game. Uh, The Friday footy tip-off we touched on already. West Tigers, Bulldogs, Bulldogs. Surely we're both going Tigers on this. Yeah, I'll go. T- I'll go Tigers because, like, I was thinking about this, and at least the Tigers can score like twelve points. Like, it yeah. might legitimately just take two tries to beat the Dogs, and yeah. I, I trust them to score two tries. Yeah, it could be twelve six, and Josh Adokar will have one of those three tries, and Kemba Marlowe will have another one. Um, mm. Eels versus Sea Eagles. Now, bit of a pivotal game. I'm not gonna lie. Little bit of a coin flip because if the Seagulls can turn it on, they can take on any team in the league. Same with the Eels. And the Eels, their consistency has been rubbish. Um, who have you got in this, my friend? Eels or Seagulls? I've still got the Eels. Yeah. 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 I've still got the Eels. I think even though they're lost, this is the type of game they probably win. Like, they, have, no the, real... they have the better pack. One, three, they do have the better pack, teams. and it's. Their outside backs still scare me, but Sean Russell's named on extended bench. Mike Acevo's named on an extended bench. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I just like their team more, really. Like, Turbo looked hurt. Morgan Harper's back in the side, which is never ideal. No, yeah. not ideal at all. Fastest tongue in the West, though. Um, all right, Dragons v. Warriors. I might go do something during this game. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, probably the Warriors, just based I'm on the I'm going Dragons. Nah, just based on the fight that the Warriors had last week. Um. I just oh, – who really cares, though? Like, I'm, I'm going Dragons. It's that Net Strata Jubilee, so it's down in Cogra. Um, I think they'll probably get the win. Like, just not – the Warriors don't really, like, inspire me that much. Like, I know they showed, quote, unquote, fight, I guess, to put up 30, but it's, like, it's not real fight. Yeah. Well, it was a fight when you're getting done by 60. Like, oh, fucking hell. How do like, you hold that over their heads? Oh, bro, fuck it. Don't get – you don't want me to – Give you shit for getting 60 on you. Don't get 60 put on you. <laughs> I mean, and, and the team's back to pretty, like, full strength. Like, um, Cody Ramsey's back at fullback. Um, Francis Molo comes on to the front row. It's pretty, like, a pretty strong team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, they, they have a back row with all the guys' names are Jack. Really? Jack Bird, Jack Kajewski, and Jack DeBellin. <laughs> the jacks, the three jacks, the jacks, jack offline, the jack offline. Oh wow, jack offline. <laughs> Holy cancelled. Uh, all right, let's get into Cowboys v Storm. Storm obviously don't have Nelson. Uh, Hughes has been named, but I think is still like semi questionable. Uh, you know, the Storm is still favourite for this game. No pap. Yeah, see, that's sacrilegious to me. Ty- Tyron, it's Tyran, it's Tyron, not Tyron. Tyron, T Y R A N, fucking Game of Thrones character. Tyrion. He's- He's named up fullback too, which I do not like. Well, Vinny Chase can kick the ball. Yeah. uh, And you're going from, I mean, I know you've been in Brisbane, but you're going from like cold Melbourne to hot North Queensland. So I'm going to take Cowboys. I'm going to take Cowboys 1 to 12. I would take Cowboys regardless, but I'm going to take them and I'm going to mean it. um, Yeah, I'll probably take Cowboys. Cowboys are fucking good. I'll take Cowboys... One to twelve. Even though Jerome Hughes coming coming back is massive, I just think that fullback spot is so weak. They run yeah. so much stuff for Pap there, and we just wish out. That's not only that, but like just the the growth that we've seen in the Cowboys this year. Like one through seventeen, everybody's playing for everybody. You know, it reminds me of those like, and we don't have a superstar like this, but it reminds me of those like Cleveland LeBron teams where like it was like LeBron and who. Like, but they just, they always got wins, right? And it was great because they were piggybacking off LeBron. I get that. But still, it was, uh, it, it reminds me a little bit of them. Right after Surely that, Dean Aramaya gets a start on the wing. He's named on the bench. He's named at 15. Yeah. Why don't you just throw Nick Meany in the fucking I think that, you know what? I think Aramaya that might, you know what? That would actually be a Craig Bellamy move, wouldn't it? It'd be Nick Meany to fullback, Aramaya to the wing, and Tyrone Wishart to like bench utility. Tyrone. What'd I say? Tyrone. That motherfucker's name is Tyrone now. Tyrone Wishart. Tyrone. Tyrone. um, To the bench utility. That's what I call. And at least it's an actual fullback playing fullback because you need that in the NRL. Cowboys still win. Anyway, after this, we have Roosters, Panthers. 13 plus Panthers. 13 plus Panthers. Really? Yeah, Yeah, 13 plus. Yeah, 13 plus Panthers. Um, Rabbitohs v Raiders. This one I don't actually know. Raiders are on a little bit of a little bit of a hot streak, and the Rabbitohs I can't pick any week. Uh, I don't know whether Cody Walker is going to fucking turn up or not. So 
Where are you? Where are you going with this? You're gonna go bunnies. I'll go bunnies. I think they'll do it. I mean, where? To, where the fuck is Apex Oval? Not a clue. where are they playing this game in Perth? Nah, I don't think so. Dubbo, it's the Dubbo game. Oh, the Dubs game. This oh, that. My apologies, Edward Simpson, for not knowing where Apex Oval was. Uh, <laughs> um, probably the rabbits. Fuck it, I go rabbits one to twelve. It's hard not rabbits to. Rabbits one to twelve. All right, I'll I'll swerve. I'll go the Raiders one to twelve. I think it'll be tight. I think it'll be a tight tight game. Um, oh, actually, can I fucking change my pick? Jackson Paulo's named it left center. <laughs> I go, I'll go fucking Canberra one to twelve. Oh, we're on the Canberra train. Liam McGrath will be happy. Nah, just because he sucks so much that left center, he just doesn't like when you're at left center for the what bunnies. Your job is get Alex Johnson the ball, and he just doesn't yeah. do it. I don't know if he yeah. can't or he. I don't know. I don't know. And Jai Arrow back to lock, which I actually kind of like. Yeah, no I rate Cam, that. No Cam Murray. Mm. Um, so I think the Raiders might. Corey Huddleware-Nida named at 13 for... Um, oh, Jai is in for a world of hurt. Zach um, Wolford named at hooker for the Raiders. He had a great game on the weekend, so I'm not surprised. And Tom Starling off the bench, which is what they like to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? This Raiders team, I can talk myself into it. Yeah. All right. Raiders, we're both taking them. Titans v Sharks to round out the round... Um, Sharkies, surely. Yeah, I go Sharkies. I think that loss was a weird loss. Like, Lachlan, I think it'll be, Mick, I think it'll be Sharkies one to 12, though. I think they're still trying to find their feet against certain a, squads. Yeah, they got their backup, like, they got their reserve grade fullback slash six, who's apparently meant to be the six next year. Yeah, fullback. Um, Connor Tracy's in the center. They look pretty full strength, besides no real Kennedy. Um, no, fin- is Finucan playing? No, Finucan is out. Mm. So I don't know what he picked up, but Finucan is in the out. And the tones are pretty much the same. Jermaine Asako stays on the wing. Finucan will be out for concussion protocol. Oh, yeah, he got his shit rocked, didn't he? No, Brian yeah. Kelly. Philip Sammy and Ethan Masters in the centres, which I uh, do not like. Yeah, he played on the weekend and was uneventful. How the fuck did they win that game? I don't know. Philip I really don't Inisa know. Masters is... Oh, God. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Question marks for sure. Oh, my God. I think we've run our natural course. Let's make like a shepherd. Get the flock out of here. Speaking of shepherds, let's just quickly do our little cross, our little pray. Praise be under the cover, the Sherpa, the doc, and the socials guy. Praise be. Praise be. And we will catch you for the round ball pod on Tuesday. A river dutch. Enjoy fuck up Friday. Fuck up Friday.